0: Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern
1: California.
2: The politics of Greece, the NFL, and standardized testing. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. In Los Angeles, I'm Adrienne Hill in for Kai Rizdahl. Good to have you with us here this Monday, December 29th. There's a lot of news out of Greece today, a ferry disaster in which at least 10 people have died, and a political upheaval. The parliament in Athens has failed to choose a new president that's triggered a general election next month. And it's an election that could be won by a radical, anti-austerity, anti-bailout party called Syriza. From London, Stephen Beard reports the election has implications for the entire European economy.
1: Investors voted with their feet today. The prospect of Syriza forming the next Greek government sparked a stampede. The main share index in Athens fell at one point by more than 10%. But Syriza's chief economic advisor, Yanis Milios, dismissed this as overreaction.
2: When our program becomes clear, when people see that Syriza is going to stabilize society and through that to stabilize the economy, we will have a very good result.
1: But the party advocates radical measures like rolling back some of the public spending cuts imposed in return for two hefty bailouts— and writing off some of the billions of euros Greece has borrowed. That, says Konstantin Mikalos of the Athens Chamber of Commerce, has raised fears that Greece might be forced out of the eurozone, causing yet further problems for the Greek economy. Flight of capital, freezing of investments, and creating problems for our external trade. It's, it's um, moments of agony that we're going through at the moment. The trouble is, says fund manager Colin McLean, if Greeks do elect Syriza, it could have repercussions well beyond their own borders, bolstering Germany's opposition to monetary easing across the stagnant eurozone. Germany is not sure about putting more bailouts or printing money, so it might expose those divisions. After a quiet 2014, the Eurozone looks set once again to become a major focus of international investor unease in 2015. In London, I'm Stephen Beard for Marketplace.
2: One of the day's biggest news stories is sadly a familiar one. Air Asia Flight 8501 went missing during a flight to Singapore. Many of the questions we have today are the same questions we've asked before What happened and where and how? But a less familiar element has been the quick response by the company and its CEO. Marketplace's Dan Weissman takes a look at the airline.
0: This story has been an introduction for U.S. audiences to an iconic Asian CEO and the innovative company he created. In 2001, Tony Fernandez took over AirAsia and its enormous debts for 29 cents. He had a new idea, a budget airline for Asia. It's like Spirit Airlines in the U.S., super low fares, zero frills. But Without the customer vitriol, AirAsia gets great ratings for customer satisfaction. Vene Bascara is a senior business analyst with Airways News. He says the difference is the customer that AirAsia serves. They're really grabbing passengers who have never flown before. And, you know, they're very transparent about their business model, and they're very clear about, you know, you're going to have to pay extra if you want extra. For these customers, flying itself is a huge upgrade. The airline's motto? Now everyone can fly. By 2013, AirAsia was a network of regional airlines, and Fernandez was starring on an Asian version of The Apprentice. Richard Turin is a senior contributing editor for Travel Weekly. And all of these young business people were dying to work with him because of the mystique and also because of what he actually had accomplished. Fernandez has branched out in other ways. He has a majority stake in an English Premier League football team, that's soccer to you and me, and a chain of budget hotels that Turin says also fill a new niche. Yes, you can go to a resort, but no, it doesn't have to be stuffy. And no, you don't have to pay $70 for for breakfast. As the weekend's tragedy unfolded, Fernandez sent out multiple emotional tweets, calling the event his worst nightmare. I'm Dan Weissman for Marketplace.
2: The Dow today surrendered its winning streak. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. Before the year ends, we're checking in with some of our Marketplace Beat reporters and what they're watching for next.